Welcome to the Latchkey Sibs, the podcast that challenges three siblings to take a look at our childhood movie cabinet in one film at a time, criticize or defend the viewing choices we made as kids. I'm your host and the youngest, Gray Baker. I'm Holland and I'm the oldest. I'm Allegra and I would describe myself as a mix of the Beatles and Blink-182. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> best of both worlds, right? I mean, it's everything <laughs> my literal teenage self wanted, so. Well, apparently not, because you gave me a really hard time for listening to McFly for the longest time. I acquiesced. I know. In, still I in high school. Was, <laughs> I think it I know, was mainly is- because you only listen to McFly. No, it was because you were like, it's pop music. And I'm like, because I was annoying. Yeah, but actually, like, you you having a turning point while still in high school, that's pretty big growth for high school, Allegra, I or will say. it's high praise for McFly. <laughs> that's true. That's true. So McFly is in the movie that we watched this week. And what we do each week is that one of us has to present a movie to be critiqued while the other two score it based on five specific categories. Each week's score will be added up and at the end of each season, the sibling with the most points will be labeled master of the remote control, while the loser will be forced to do some sort of punishment chosen by the winner. This week is our second installment of our Lindsay Lohan themed month, Lovember, and we watched Just My Luck which will be defended by Allegra. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How you feeling about it? Listen. You weren't there for the spin. <laughs> um, and I haven't listened. I don't listen to the show. Um, I'm, like, up top, I... Today was my last day at my job. Oh, yeah. Allegra's a little emotional. I'm, em- I'm sensitive. <laughs> I am a I water wanted. sign. Yes, you did. Um, and I'm a it's little Scorpio season, baby. I'm a little high. It is Scorpio. It is, it is still Scorpio season. Season. Yeah. We're like in the middle of it. Yeah. We're just like in the very middle of are it. You are you feeling living ang- in it? Are you feeling angsty? <laughs> are you feeling sad? Are you feeling horny? Welcome to Scorpio season. Snip, snip. Mom, don't listen to that. Mom, just a ri- don't listen to three seconds ago. I just, I guess I have some advice. It just takes some time. You're in the middle of this ride. <laughs> everything, everything will be just fine. Oh my God, thank you. Like, Gray, you should write that down. Um, that's a beautiful poem. I think you could go far with it. <laughs> what, do, Gray, what, what's this, what do we do? What the fuck is, yeah, did you, next? did you describe what we did yet? Or did um, you describe the movie? movie? So, yeah. Um, yeah, so we watched Just My Luck, the 206, the 2006 (laughs) um, year of Lindsay Lohan month. (laughs) The the 2006 Lindsay Lohan vehicle that was meant to bridge the gap between childhood movie career and full-on adult actor, no, nope, um, (laughs) professional. Adult actor. Just Actress. adult woman in the world. I'm not a girl. Yes. Um, so the movie. quick summary. Yeah. Quick summary. Um, in Manhattan, Ashley Albright is a lucky woman and very successful in the agency where she works. <laughs> the clumsy Jake Harden is an unlucky aspiring manager of the rock band McFly, who is unsuccessfully trying to contact the entrepreneur Damon Phillips to promote his band. When Ashley meets Jake in a masquerade party, they kiss each other, swapping her fortune with his bad luck. That's it. Um, Thank you to Claudio Carvalho from Rio de Janeiro, Brazil. I don't know why he inserted that part on IMDb, but I know that he's from Rio de Janeiro, Brazil. (laughs) 
Well, thank you, sir, for that succinct uh, summary of the first 20 minutes of this movie. <laughs> yeah. Also, Came out May 12th, 2006. Holland was 14, Allegra was 11, and I was 9. I, I definitely, did not see this in theaters. Neither did I. I don't think I saw this until... I don't think I saw it, like, when it came out. I saw it for the first time, like, last year. I think I saw it for the first time, like, a couple years after. I think I saw it because McFly was in it, and I became a fan of McFly in, like, 2008. And then I, like, went back and watched it because I was like, oh, my God, they're in this movie with Lindsay Lohan. I I saw it for the first time last night. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I wonder what your nostalgia score is. Yeah, I'm, like, not happy. You'd be surprised. (laughs) Um, Should we do... You'd be surprised. Should we do... Thinky lookbacks? What are they called? <laughs> well, that's Pre-watch what they're called now. Yeah. <laughs> Holland, do you want to give your thinky look back? Oh, boy, Allegra. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was real, by the way. That was me trying to remember. McFly is in it. Lindsay is lucky. Chris Pine is not. They see a fortune teller and kiss and switch looks. Harry gets trapped below the stage. Anna from the OC is also in this. <laughs> She gets her, she sets her boss up with a male sex worker. That's what I got. I called that, by the way. Oh yeah. Um, well, it was not very subtle. I'm like, girl, how do you night. not know? <laughs> yeah, great. Do you have any pre-watch notes? Yes. Yes. <laughs> my my. Uh, what was it? Thinky lookbacks. Um, <laughs> yeah, the thinky lookbacks. Right. Come on, this is a professional show. Is I don't believe I've ever seen this movie. My guess is that Lindsay Lohan is lucky. Maybe someone else is not. And hijinks ensue. I mean, that's correct. <laughs> you guessed it. <laughs> Nailed it. Um, I also didn't know how big of a role McFly was gonna play in this movie because I just heard from you guys. In the previous, you know, episodes where we talk about this movie, where Holland just says, like, McFly is in it. And I just thought it would be, like, a A cameo. cameo, And maybe, like, like, a song by them. Or even just a song by them. No, no, no. They are supporting characters. Yeah. And they're, like, an entire plot point. The point of this movie was also to kind of try and launch McFly to the U.S. Yeah, it did not work. No. Poor, I'm so sorry, boys, One but of, it like, did not the, work. The absolute biggest rock bands of the UK, especially of their era, like number one constant they chart broke toppers hella records. toward the yeah. world. But the, the US was like, no. No. Who are you? I don't know. They're like, I'm sorry, are you not emo? Then we're not interested. Yeah, I would describe McFly as like... Not emo pump pop pop. I would describe them as bubblegum rock. They're like maybe more like also slash pop rock. It is it, like they they sound like the era. Like it sounds like two thousand six, but they're just not assholes. No, they're extremely <laughs> earnest. They're chipper, <laughs> extremely earnest and happy. Like the deep. Like I feel like the older they get, they'll have slightly more like deep lyrics or topics that they touch on. But like. For the most part, the like the heaviest they get is like, it broke up with my girlfriend. She's dating a marine. He's gonna kill me. But it's me paraphrasing the lyrics to obviously. But, but like, like, <laughs> like the we're making a song about an alien girlfriend, and it's just gonna be so sweet. Oh my god! Everybody go listen to Star Girl. It's a bop, and I love yeah. it. That, I think that's a perfect encapsulation of like bubblegum rock, yeah. <laughs> bubblegum pop rock. Is, that's how I would describe McFly. Um, but like we could so wait, prob- they broke records. Yeah, all I'm seeing they, is that they charted in UK and took a title from the Beatles as the youngest band to chart. Yeah, that's the one. They like set a Guinness record by being the youngest band to have like a number one debut album in the UK or something like that. But like they're institutions. Like you talk about McFly in the UK. And they also had like a rivalry with a different band called Busted. It was like McFly versus Busted. Like who do you like? It was it's, very It says that they were they were a fellow band whom they formed who helped launch their career. 
Yeah, but they were also kind of pitted against each other in the media. But one Very of the, in sync Backstreet Boys. But one of the guys in Busted, like, wrote a lot of songs for McFly and, like, vice versa. Another guy in McFly wrote a lot of songs. And they joined, a, they, they, they combined as it's as a band. Yeah, they yeah. became They're McBusted. They're now McBusted. Yeah. <laughs> It's so yeah. literally very in sync and back. It's kind of like frenemies. Yeah. <laughs> but like they were the My Chemical Romance of of the UK. I wouldn't even like that's too edgy. Well, I think what I mean is in terms of like teen idol stardom with a choke. I would maybe call of, them like Jonas Brothers. But like not but like but a little edgier than the Jonas Brothers. This is why McFly is hard. Just, it's hard to describe cuz they're cooler. No, here's like you understand they were cooler than Jonas Brothers at the time. But they weren't like but they were still mainstream. Yes, they were yeah. extremely mainstream, but I guess they're more like Fallout Boy. Yeah, maybe more like Fallout Boy, yeah. honestly. Cuz they're like yeah. Cuz One Direction is still on the lamer side of the scale than McFly was. Like, McFly's not as, like, cool, dark, edgy. Like, they're not as cool as Blink-182. No. Certainly not. <laughs> or the Beatles. <laughs> Honestly, they're closer to the Beatles. So they are close. They covered a lot of Beatles songs. They're Fallout, bruv. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, yeah, I definitely didn't see it in theaters. None of us saw it in theaters. I don't think our parents have any thoughts on this No, movie. I did not even. I don't even think either I did of them knew it existed. <laughs> I really wish we could have um, life-size. Allegra, do you have your thinky look back prepared? <laughs> yeah, they have my thinky look backs. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm assuming it's it was voice to text? Of course. It's always voice to text. <laughs> okay, I only watched this movie like <laughs> last year for the first time. Um, so I remember a lot, you know, I thought it was a fun, uh, fun time Christian prime. It's very beautiful. But it's a girl, the supernatural good luck runs into man, was supernatural bad luck. And they switch <laughs> lucks, and they kiss, and then shenanigans ensue. Great. You should put that on IMDb. <laughs> um, but Guy from Brazil did such a great job. But we have the best Chris in our uh, film tonight, I, so that's fun. I know I'm defending this movie. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to need like a very neutral corner of the podcast to rant about the magic system. Well, I already, I know, I oh, already wrote down don't that I'm like, I have worry. a feeling we we're gonna, gonna have talk about it. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm upset <laughs> because not only am I going to have like zero nostalgia from Gray, like I think the bare minimum is a one. I think that's the lowest score you can give it. Um, I'm also going to be fucking screwed in followability <laughs> because the fucking nonsense magic just like it doesn't make sense if chris pine i'm just gonna go down my list if chris pine was really that tragically unlucky he would not look like chris i literally pine. wrote that i really literally wrote down i'm like he's not that unlucky because he's super hot like, like if, <laughs> if he really did have such cosmically bad luck he would like have grown up uh you know ugly i'm not trying to shame anybody but like this is a fictional movie, but he would have grown up ugly, spent all this money on plastic surgery to look like Chris Pine, and then immediately get into a terrible arson accident and have his face disfigured. Like, that is the kind of bad luck he's dealing with. And if she's such good luck, this never would have happened to her. This, she would never have been put in this situation whatsoever. But Allegra, if you don't remember, the card said fate. Listen. It was fate. But hold on. Do hold we want to do our scores before we like super dive yeah, into it? Yeah, let's do our <laughs> scores. Let's do our scores before we dive in. Holland, go first. I might have been generous, but I don't know. Nostalgia, I have an eight. Because I like, have a four. Okay, that's not bad. Yeah. Sit through. Primarily I, because of McFly yeah. just being involved and, and like reminding me of. <laughs> yeah. It was a very 2006 movie, and I was feeling it. Um, and also, like, you know, Lindsay Lohan is always going to invoke some sort of nostalgia. Yeah. Two characters from the OC were in this movie. I don't know if that is nostalgic for you, Gray, but... <laughs> no. You got to watch that. Um, I only learned yes. that from the trivia. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, sit through ability, I have a six. 
That might, I could I could maybe be swayed on that just because I had a ten. I had a fucking blast. All watching right. This movie. We had a great time. When I we know. Were I'm like I. That's why I'm saying like you can definitely argue me up because I'm I'm trying to not let the fact that we watched this last year like cloud my scores. Oh, we had such a great time. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> no, uh, I had a. That, I seriously raise. had such a fantastic time watching this movie. That's true. I that also. Was the first, yeah. That was the first score I put in. Was like ten. Are you kidding me? This was a blast. Wow. It was a wild movie. That's it was, true. This was. It's very junk what? food. It's such a good junk. Yes. Food. Yes. Also, this was, I yeah. think, so far the best example that we've had so far of so bad it's good. Mm. Mm-mm-mm. It's like, yes. It's just bad enough. Like it's so silly, goofy, over the top. Like the magic is like insane but it's also like <laughs> this movie's 80% slapstick <laughs> yeah I also I also like whenever be I like very biased uh viewing was like whenever McFly was there I was fucking excited I was jamming out to all their songs they played five colors in her hair a little bit too many times for my liking yeah but, like, that was definitely <laughs> I think after the third time I can't remember if I said it first or Meg said it first, but we're like, do they have any other songs? Luckily, they have at least. I know they do, but I was like, do they only have the rights to this song? But then you realize it plays a piece in the plot where they're like, I need that follow up. We need to make that follow up. Yeah. And they did end up, they did finally end up playing like a couple more. Like we heard Too Close for Comfort in like the background of them like vibing in the like recording studio or whatever. And I got, I've got you was like the new song that like supposedly the friend, the girl from the OC wrote. And I'm like, Anna, you didn't write the song, but whatever. And then (laughs) they played like a tiny little snippet of I'll be okay. Like as the second song that they played at the hard rock cafe, whatever the fuck theater. um, uh, There was like at the after party, there was a song playing. I don't think that was them. Oh, never mind. Then uh, the ending credits was it's all about you. That's true. They played a lot of McFly in the ending credits, too. But Did they weirdly, not even play Just My Luck? No, they don't play that song that they literally wrote for the movie anywhere in the movie. I thought they wrote Just Five Colors in Your Hair for the movie. No, no. For the movie, you would they, think. They, um, they even released an album with like a kind of a greatest hits from... Because I think at the time they did the movie, they only had two albums out. And then they made like a compilation album of like greatest hits from those two albums with the Just My Luck single on it to try to like be like, hey, you just saw this band in this movie. Here's an album called Just My Luck by McFly. And it's like ties into the movie a little bit. But no. All right, we're getting two in the weeds anyway, with McFly. Five Colors in Her Hair was the first song they ever put out. So I they didn't write it for the movie. <laughs> It's not my favorite McFly song either, but like, I appreciate it for what it is. It and, was their first song. And for everyone currently Googling McFly, um, you may have seen Tom's wedding video yeah. viral a few years ago. Yeah, a few years ago, he was the one who did like that big wedding speech using McFly songs. Because he wrote all those songs about yeah. her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. Anywho. All right. What's your appropriate for children? What's your appropriate for children? Um, I have an eight. That so could also, do I. That, yeah. I feel like it's gotta be higher than Mean Girls. This movie, oh, uh, like I'm pretty sure the only I think the only things that I docked it for were swearing and like the male escort thing. Yeah. Like really, those are really the only risque things like in this, this movie. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, hold up. Hold up. I have a six. I have a seven. Okay. Can we follow? I have a seven. I have a nine. Really? I really just bought into this movie. Wow. Alright. <laughs> don't let me convince any of you. Sometimes to lower your scores. Sometimes never having seen the movie is a benefit for you. Hell yeah. I'm gonna be honest. I life size, I was like, fuck, a decom. I was really excited I was, about life size. I was extremely excited to watch life size, but I'm like, I need these fucking Points, bro. <laughs> um, so when I got just my luck, I was like, 
fuck the like second like worst option technically like <laughs> i don't know i feel wise. like confessions of a teenage drama queen is a little oh, bit worse i feel like gray, than just my luck great definitely based on his current scores i am i'm so delighted you liked this movie because like if we got confessions of a teenage drama queen, I am convinced you would have fucking hated it. <laughs> well, there's still next week, Probably. Allegra. We're not. It's still on the table. No, 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 no. Holland, shut your fucking. Mouth. Oh, also, um, I, we didn't tell her, cause, and she doesn't listen to the episode. I don't want to show. So instead, um, instead of like just removing life size from the wheel, we replaced it with get a clue. So that is now back on the wheel. Okay. No. So. Um, all right. Well, let's just get into the movie. Let's get into the movie. Yeah, Gray and I were also talking about how he is currently in the most precarious spot because he could just as easily go down to third as he could to first if you happen to get, like, some good-ass movies in, like, these last two months. Don't forget we all promised to play fair. Gray... Do not <laughs> fuck me on this. You this He's movie. got higher scores than I do. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Yeah. What are you talking about? I don't know the scores either. You text them to me, but let's let's get in. Let's get into it. Okay. All right. Um, oh. This I did not start off loving this movie. I will say that. Go on. I really the very first scene was so cringy with the rain and like. I just think all in all, my one gripe with this movie is just how much they really, really had to hammer in the whole fucking luck thing. I wrote down unlucky thing. that this movie had too many montages. This movie was like a series of montages, mostly of like how their luck was. It was like, she's so lucky. He is so not lucky. Oh, they just kissed. Now she's unlucky and he's not lucky. And now she there's like the montage of her going out and kissing strangers. And then there was like, like there were so many montages in this freaking movie. It was kind of All infuriating. Right, let me explain <laughs> something to you because obviously this is my movie and I know everything about it factually. This is a supernatural romance. This is like Twilight because of its super, because they hammer in how real the magic is. (laughs) That's true. Luck is real and tangible and good or bad. I'm convinced that Lindsay Lohan and Chris Pine are actual supernatural deities, like demigods walking the earth to like bring mischief on human lives. And they were never supposed to meet. Terrible cosmic repercussions. Like the movie universe starts to disintegrate in the last five seconds. Up is down. Down is up, right is left, because they find a quarter, but then a pipe explodes for no reason. There are so many casualties, human casualties to their fucking waking nightmare. <laughs> like, when she walks into fucking... Well, I had a question. So you are saying, you are saying that, and your take on it was that they are the only two beings that are this affected by the whole luck magic. Well, no. My take was... That everybody, I guess, just fits into a category of being more lucky or less lucky. Or, like, maybe it's just lucky or unlucky. Maybe there's, like, an in-between and that's what a regular person is. But what about all the other people in the movie? Like, they were all just normal Well, that's what I'm saying. They're the the in-betweens. But, like, there was also, like... Chris Pine's little, like, niece or whatever, or cousin... That's true. ...was also also super unlucky. unlucky. And I think I feel like they really played up uh, Anna from the OC as being somewhat unlucky, but just having a really good disposition about it. Maybe it wasn't as severe as Chris Pine, who has a little literal fucking go bag for like <laughs> any accident that happens. He's just like that was another thing that I'm like, okay, so he seems to be somewhat aware of how unlucky he is that he's like it's just. Shit's just going to rain down on me, <laughs> so I'm going to be prepared. Real which magic. is almost where, but like Lindsay Lohan was in denial of her luck, where she did not seem as aware of it. Where he was like, "No, no, no, this is real. I'm not surprised for one bit. I don't even think the magic part or the luck part was like 
explained to him at any part in this movie. Is luck a metaphor for privilege? If not a metaphor, it's real. It could have started as a metaphor. This movie could have just used this as a like a, oh, well, ha ha, it's all in their heads, the way Anna from the OC is trying to convince us all. But the movie No, tries- the movie definitely makes it very clear that this magic is real. And it's transferable. <laughs> yeah. And transferable, yes. It's very black or but white. Like, clearly she's made out with tons of dudes before and she's never passed on her good luck. That's so true. only luck deities... It's because she didn't get her tarot cards read, dog. <laughs> Fuck the tarot cards. This is just, like, the mom from Crazy Ex-Girlfriend just happens to be someone, like, with the sight. Like, she's the Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> you know, she happens to just have the power of the sight. But You're she, a danger girl. Yeah. <laughs> Lindsay? <laughs> Lindsay, you a danger girl. But, like, with a Russian accent. Um, but, no, they are, they are luck deities in this world. And they are raised by humans, sort of like the Fae. But, like, they could be like Lindsay, who are completely oblivious to it. You're getting really into the weeds on this. Or like Chris Pine, who is, like, becomes aware of it. Like, I really wanted Lindsay's friend to, like, push her into traffic and, like, really test the the luck. Yeah, because it's so real tangible. Also, um... Also... Go ahead, Greg. Lindsay Lohan had some of the worst dialogue in this movie. She tried. I'll be Now, I did some research. I did some research, and I heard that she wasn't the most pleasant person to be on on production with during this movie. I'll get into it during the trivia. But I don't know if that either affected what she had to say based on her performance or if the writers were just bad to begin with or if they were like, fuck this chick. I'll be the redhead that looks like <laughs> I this. wrote that down too. Yuck. So bad. Yuck. <laughs> that was so, so gross. I couldn't believe I had to listen to it. Was so bad. I genuinely believe that that was just shit dialogue. Yeah. But like, ugh. This is an era in which like Hollywood starlets were like, they were demanding them be stick thin. Like this movie comes out only two years after Mean Girls. And you can tell she is like scary skinny. She's probably just hungry, you guys. She's probably fucking. You know what it is? Cocaine. Yeah. I know. I think I also read a trivia that this was like she OD'd. The first time she OD'd on cocaine, according to her father. Ugh, piece of Um, shit guy too. You don't do. Now I will say I think I take this back towards the end of the movie, but I wrote this pretty early on that phase on love was the best performance of this movie the record producer oh, phillips yeah, yeah, yeah. i thought he was, he was fully committed. so much fun on screen <laughs> yeah hey get this man a blackberry i love the way you said yeah he was he was also a victim of poor dialogue yeah. but what he had he definitely he went did the with best with like, what he was given i also think chris Pine yes. also did his best i think so too i think he chris pine's always doing mm-hmm. his best he yeah, was beautiful. All right, so this is my beautiful. second theory. Luck deities, good or bad, are just beautiful. They're just hot. Like, <laughs> They're just maybe, hot people. Maybe that's the curse. Because everyone's like, oh, this man is hot. And he's like, I am hot. But still, the world rejects him. <laughs> like, he sees what his hot brethren get to do. And he's picking up $5 bills covered in dog shit. Oh. Pants are falling down. And women are screaming at him. Uh, yeah, he's also a, been arrested. Totally, so... a cop is gonna go out of his way to make someone pick up their dog's poo. Come on, that doesn't fucking the NYPD has more important things to do than like monitor people's dogs shitting. Yeah, then Seriously. whistle across a park at a guy to be like, "You better be picking that up." Yeah, if this was the NYPD. He wouldn't have whistled. No, oh my god. Um. Should we be worried at, like, the sheer amount of times it is implied that Chris Pine has been arrested and that he has, like, a favorite precinct that he goes to? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, like, surely this must happen to him often. Like, he's in a major city where we have a huge police department. And if bad luck is just like, well, this is a situation that would fuck him over. He's just, like, (laughs) wrongfully arrested constantly. Uh, yeah, look how look how easily his luck got him into like m- a mistaken like rape sexual assault in the park. In the park? In, 
in broad daylight when it was, by the way, not trying to blame the victim, but it was that runner's fault for not fucking seeing the guy when she's running in his, like, you don't see the dude laying down. He stands up, you run into him and she's like, you fucking asshole. It's like, dog, he had his head down in the (laughs) fountain. You were running. That's your fault. And then he went to jail. A real New Yorker would have seen that situation being like, this homeless man was just trying to wash his hands and you ran into him transplant. Yeah. Get out of here. <laughs> Honestly. Today I almost... Hey, Allegra, how long have you lived here? Four years. Well, today I was <laughs> running today on the sidewalk and I almost got hit by a bike that was on the sidewalk going the opposite way of traffic. Fucking bikers, man. They don't follow any of the rules. And a cop wouldn't have done shit. No. Welcome to New York. You were just. You, you have to make room for other people. You have to pivot. The only way to live here. <laughs> you ha- I love that, that movement you made, Holland. You have to pivot. It almost looked like a dab, but it was. I was recreating what I did when I was running, which was, ah! <laughs> and then I jumped out of the way. I fucking hate running here, though. I had to stop so many goddamn times for crosswalks. I hate running in this fucking city. Great. Did you enjoy how right after Chris Pine steals uh, Lindsay Lohan's luck, um, he saves that guy from being murdered, and that guy is like, Spider-Man, and he's Spider-Man, and into the Spider-Verse, he's the Peter Parker who dies? Oh, my God. I forgot that he voiced Peter A. Parker. Yeah, he's blonde Peter, and they call him Spider-Man. I'm like, you are Spider-Man. Oh my god. <laughs> I have another I have another uh I guess this is a uh, a New York centered question. Ah, uh, yes. Um cuz we are real New York. So, if you're lucky and you hit every green light, apparently you can get anywhere in New York in 5 <laughs> minutes via taxi. Honestly? Honestly, if all the If all of them were green, green maybe. It's only a 5 mile long. I she was only also she was going to like a, a store yeah, in the that, me- six- that means the taxi had to been going 60. But like where but no, she was only she really wasn't going that far away. I think yeah. she was in the 50s and she was going to the 60s. She was only going like 10 blocks. Yeah, like honestly, Gray, the the sheer volume of people is the reason why everything is just so fucking slow. There's a billion spotlights. It's a grid. Well, what about Holland? Holland, what about going from like the 50s to Times Square? Yeah. Is 42nd it? 42nd to like 48th. I thought it was much further either. down. No. no, no, no. This shows you. I've only been to New York twice, so. <laughs> yeah, it's not that far. Also, I'm convinced that they found one block that they were able to film in in the village, and they used it to the fullest. They were around that little park. Did you notice yeah. that? That little park? That they just park. filmed in that one little park at like three different angles. <laughs> isn't that it wasn't that i actually i think i learned it was greenwich park okay well then yeah yeah because also i'm pretty sure but that they was also the did a lot of filming on the interior i mean interior they did a lot of filming in the uk it turns out yeah i know that they filmed like the actual concert in the uk because they got like mcfly fans to come to it Ah, that makes sense. Yeah. They were, like, all over that one square block in the village. Because I'm pretty sure it was also the same street that, like, the... That he lived on. Slash where the bowling alley was. And, I and like, I don't know. I can't tell if the music... Rec- if the record label place was the same was the same block or if that was like in Soho or something, but man, it's like she but they did film this in New York. You could tell that they definitely filmed it in New York. Oh, yeah, like, but she spent how long kissing thirty men and like they were all in the same block, like one block radius anyway from Chris Pine. Yeah, just like just my luck. <laughs> yeah. Also, I liked uh, when she was going around kissing random men without their consent. <laughs> Not COVID safe. All of them were like, hell yeah. It's like, really? Like, one guy bit her face, and I'm like, that's the appropriate <laughs> response, honestly. I know. I know. And I even, I was like, if the genders were reversed on this, this would <laughs> raise a lot more red flags. It's a fucked up, unsanitary Cinderella story. Yeah. I did enjoy how the friend also started making out with one of them. <laughs> one I'm of the like, dancers. Oh, I mean, they were all dancers. I'm like, listen, he seems into it. Get his number, babe. Like, yeah. She feels like you get yours. Um, the Gretchen Wieners of the group. Yeah. <laughs> also, how fucking. 
fucking batshit stupid was Anna's dumb pink hair streaks. Oh yeah. It changed. You it changed throughout. It was fake, like spray bottle pink, and it was. Oh, it yeah, was, it was like sometimes it was like around her face. Sometimes it was like in her part. There was a lot going on. I, also, everything she wore was like a zillion layers. Oh. Like her, her like pajamas were like long like pants with shorts on top of them with like a tank top over a long sleeve shirt i was so fucking furious at her ugly ass dress at the concert oh her dress at the concert was terrible gold with like with the fluff on the backless part of the dress it was so weird bordered with fur there's like an art like an a reebok logo on it i'm like what the fuck is this yeah it was weird okay i would have paid 10 thousand dollars to have luke from the oc in the audience going <laughs> oh my god like it like in the rooney episode i love chris carmack I man wanna, <laughs> i want to point out uh one thing that meg said she said this movie is very similar to freaky friday and it was like three seconds before Chris Pine and Lindsay Lohan kissed. Or no, it was like three seconds after they kissed for the first time. And I'm like, yeah, I, I remember when Lindsay Lohan and Jamie Lee Curtis made out on screen. But they switched essences. Meg is right. Same with, same with Parent Trap. No, yeah, that's what yes. she's saying. No, no, no. Lindsay Lohan, this is her shtick. This is her niche. She is constantly swapping. She swaps, she swaps a lot. She swaps lives with her twins. She swaps social groups in Mean Girls. She swaps luck here. She swaps bodies with her mom in Freaky Friday. This is her niche. This is what we should have been looking out for this whole time, this yes. whole month. This, the swap factor. Swap gate. Oh, her ugly ass house slippers. Did we clock those for shoe gate if we're going there? No, I didn't notice them. It's very 2006. Like when she's like, oh my god, Sarah Jessica Parker's dress. I'm like, ew, Sarah Jessica Parker was the worst dress on Sex in the City. <laughs> I mean, that's controversial, but yeah. How did the cops find out about the prostitute and find him in the park? Like, I no only, idea. I can only assume no idea. Saw people having sex at a party with 500 people and called the yeah, but I also don't know why he would say, but I'm an escort. Like, why would you out yourself as an escort on top of being caught right? for, like, public indecency? Like, I don't know how that came out. You're the worst prostitute I have ever seen, dude. Yeah, why would you, you keep your mouth shut. Like, also, let's not call him, let's call him a sex You're right. worker. You're right. Um, <laughs> um, I just, point stands. Like, listen, power to him. I wish him the best. Professional business. Discretion is your industry. Honestly. Why would you be like, ah, oh, you're right. Oh, <laughs> That's what I do. Yeah. But sorry, Mr. Austin. Like, like, you wouldn't, like, add on top of, oh, I got caught having sex in public with, by the way, this is also my job. <laughs> like, you wouldn't say that. <laughs> you don't understand, officer. I do this for a living. Yeah. For money. <laughs> I do. I have a shoe gate edition. Okay. When Chris Pine explained what his job was at the bowling alley, when he told her what his facets were, what part of handyman, like janitor, some janitor and like something else, screamed to Lindsay Lohan, I need to wear heels while I <laughs> buff the floor. Yeah, like toilet attendant or something. It was like janitor, handyman, toilet attendant or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Another montage. Her failing at work. Why <laughs> like, would she place herself underneath the gum? Like, you really <laughs> need to do that. That's what I said. Why would you I'm like, that's such a, that's like the worst position you could do when you're just like, okay, I'm going to be complete, like directly underneath with my mouth open, scraping gum off of the underside of a table. Most of the unluckiness was just like losing stupid. all common sense and also just like not knowing how anything 
worked like the washing machine like um just like walking like it just made you like i feel like it just made you like really stupid where you just didn't know how to do anything and it was the, really the washing machine the washing machine when she's freaking out meg, meg's like another quote i wrote down of meg was she said out loud what do you mean, what's going on? <laughs> you poured a gallon of soap in there. Oh my god, there's a whole box of soap in there and it closes it. I'm like, scoop some of it. Yeah, just closes it. Yeah, just close, like, eh, whatever. <laughs> No, they made the magic. The magic is real in this universe. Because she goes to the fortune teller and she goes up to crazy ex-girlfriend's mom and she's like, yup, it's because you kissed that guy. A hundred percent the kiss. Go kiss him again to get it back. Yeah. Yeah. I don't understand how Chris Pine felt so connected to Lindsay Lohan when, when they first like meet back up again from his perspective, this is a isolated outburst from a dirty, crazy woman in a diner. And he's like, you know, she's just unlucky. I know how it is. I'm going to go to comfort but her. But no, I like, think that's no, exactly would, it. No, she's hot. Because, like, you see this kind of outburst in Oh, it's because she's time. hot. Yeah. She's, like, a random yeah, and you ignore it. A diner with no money. Yeah, you, yeah, you. Like, Tuesday. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but she's hot, and so he's like, you know what? It's Tuesday. I've been where she is. Yeah, she's hot, which makes him pay attention and, re- and like, want to relate to her. And then he's like, you know what? That was me, like, two days ago. I'm going to help her out. And in my script doctored version of this movie, where they're just both former rich kids, she would have been like, my father went to Yale. And he's like, my father went to Yale. And that's when he would reach out to her, because he knows that they're kindred spirits. <laughs> okay. Um... I'm not saying my movie is okay. I'm just saying my movie has less magic, which maybe makes it worse. Oh, my God. And she, the fucking, another, like, d- did you just lose brain cells when you kissed? When she put her contact in her eye oh after it fell in the litter box? Listen, you don't need to be extremely lucky to not fucking put cat shit in your she eye. She chose to do that to herself. last one. I'm like, be blurry all night. Wear glasses. It's not that big of a deal. You're still very hot. <laughs> be blurry all night. Like, just. Or at least rinse it off. <laughs> no, yeah, rinse it off. At least try she to went clean straight it. Straight from litter to eye. Literally. Not even yeah. And I guess the one thing when it comes to like losing brain cells is my my one I guess pothole cover up or whatever you want to call it um, is. Maybe she never had the brain cells to begin with, but because she was lucky, it always just ended in her favor anyway. That's true. Yeah. She, she always she got, got lazy. She didn't have to learn how to do anything because luck just carried yes. her along life. I think she's good. Yeah, so she just water. was like, I can be as dumb as shit <laughs> because true. I'm privileged. Yeah. What'd you say? She thinks she's good at the lottery. <laughs> Something if you know the basic Oh my god. Of, yes. It's impossible to be good at. Her friend, hey. Her friend number two tried to explain it. I don't even remember her name, but she tried to explain it and be like, you're not good at the lottery. It's a lottery. And she's like, no, I'm really good. You just scratch the silver. Like, fuck you. That's the dumbest thing anyone could have said. That's what it reads on the, on the scratcher is scratch. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, I have another question. Um, did that washer have an LCD screen? I I really didn't know for sure. <laughs> Stupid, oh, the I don't think Do they, they even it out need enough. it? Guys, are you craving a Sobe Life water? Did you want to buy a Sidekick Two? Did you want to drink some Pepsi? No, but I really wanted to use Tide. Oh yeah, did you like Tide? It looks so effective. A little goes a long way, am I right? The product placement. Yeah. Movie is insane. 
It was overbearing. <laughs> also, remember Sobe? Oh, oh my god, until 2006. I, uh, I loved Sobe. <laughs> I loved Sobe. Yeah. I think I liked the pink one. I think there was a pink one that was Wait, good. Was Sobe the one that had the lizard design? Yeah. I liked like the, the little design. gecko. Yep. I think. Was cool. Yeah. Yeah. The one one of the reasons why I did keep some of my scores higher than they probably deserve Nobody is that so many of the things that I was like, are you fucking serious? They, like, you know, I, I kind of, like, thought as, like, a plot hole or something. They, like, did kind of address just a little bit later. Yeah. Like, like I have this thing and I have it in bold. And it is, it was, like, when, it, you know, like, she has to kiss him. Like, she realizes it's him and there's, like, kind of, like, a buildup before she actually kisses him. I wrote, to, when, to get her luck back, I wrote... I feel like Lindsay Lohan doesn't deserve her luck. No. She doesn't deserve it. But then she addresses that. She yeah. even says it. And I'm like, okay, there's some resolution there. And there was another one where I was like, is Chris Pine really going to try and give this guy a mixtape while on fucking stage? And then, no, he, he, he didn't. I'm like, okay, some resolution. <laughs> it's small things. It doesn't gloss over other problems in the movie but it's at least you know some of my brainwave was connected to the writers where they're like no don't worry don't worry we'll we'll figure it out mm -hmm. in like 10 minutes mm -hmm. i had that moment too because when she was like oh my god if i kiss him my life will go back to normal and then i was like well no that would you're a monster if you do that <laughs> like the first time yeah. you swap luck that's an accident he didn't mean to ruin your life but you would knowingly ruin this man's life and then that becomes the whole yes. thing. It's like she has a, a, a change of conscience and she's like, no, we can't be together or else, you know, your life will be ruined. <laughs> not kiss him. The really bad crying scene. Yeah, yeah that was so bad. Extremely fair. I also, if I got the chance to kiss Chris Pine all the time, I also wouldn't be able to not kiss him. Like, that was an option. Yeah, I mean, obviously. And then I would be really sad about, like, Ruining his life not being able, and also, like, being like, I can't be with you because... Then I can't kiss you, and that makes me want to cry. Yeah. Um. But like, I'm just. There wasn't a lot of information about. But now, what happens to them? Now that they have given. Well, they both kissed the child. So did she like even out? So this is what I'm fucking saying when they're unraveling the universe. So they arrive at Grand Central and she delays all the train. Monster, monster woman. She's inconvenienced so many people. Hundreds of people's lives and days are ruined because of her. And then they smooch and all of the lines, like the ticket, like it's delayed, it's on time, it's yippity yay. And I'm like, the universe is unraveling. It doesn't know what to do. These entities were never supposed to meet. Yeah, they they they, they caused a fatal accident with trains yeah. that night, yeah. didn't they? They already get screwy with the magic and then they smooch the child. The child who already has bad luck and then she wins the lottery. I am not convinced that they gave her the good luck. I am convinced that they both have neutralized this, their own chaotic, everyone has good and bad luck around them now. But it's both like, ex like both extremes that yes, they had. Everyone has either extreme bad luck or extreme good luck, and there's nothing in between. And they, honestly, they could have, they could have abused the system and just switched off having Swapped lucky when, days. Like, it was convenient for that. Like they could have planned this they so much better. I have the, the exact same thought where it's like, you have a really big day today. You take the good luck. I can manage with the bad luck. I just have a normal boring day. Like you could switch off, man. Like if what they should have done is they smooched and then like made it very clear to the audience that the, now they both have neutral average luck, but instead, Chaos. They find a corner, yeah, they chose and chaos. Manhole explodes, <laughs> and I'm like, the world will unravel. Like this is no longer like a cutesy supernatural romance. Now it's gonna be a dystopian apocalyptic future in which they you ruin the fabric of society. I want that sequel, That's man. The sequel. And, like, the sequel's gonna be darker and hornier, and Nikolai's gonna still be there. <laughs> 
I mean, what, I'm on board for this what sequel. What was the music video that was constantly on TV when we were in Mexico? What? Lies, lies, lies. Oh, lies? That, yes. That apocalyptic <laughs> yeah. video is the sequel to Just My Luck. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, do we have any other thoughts? I feel like I've answered everyone's questions. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I've gone through everything I had to say about this movie. Oh, she said the title of the movie in the movie. So nice. Yeah. That was just my That was, book. yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't even, it was like literally talking about like, that was just my luck like that i just oh, like I, I just had that luck that luck is mine he stole my luck she couldn't even she couldn't even say like ah just my luck yeah i meet this cute guy blah, blah, blah. no it had to be no because that was just my luck and you're like <laughs> wait so you, wouldn't, you wouldn't put a just in there okay i i do have one note that we didn't mention um when he introduces himself he's like i'm jake Jake Hardon. I'm like, what is that? <laughs> Harden. I'm like, his name is Jake Hardon. Like, he's hard in. Still. I'm like, this is a porn name. Yeah, it's a it's a weird name choice. Um, but yeah, I think the only other note I had was like, what's with like the weird 2000s trope with where like the male romantic lead has a little girl like confidant friend it's to make them feel fatherly without giving them an illegitimate child it, yeah like, makes them, like the women want him to feel nurturing but like i think like 500 days of summer did this the holiday jude law actually had little girl and children <laughs> but it's and it's all but and like the, almost always there's like a oh i'm getting a call it's katie and then like the girl thinks it's like a it's girlfriend not- the super horny <laughs> record label assistant <laughs> yeah. yeah oh yeah also what the fuck kind of company encourages dating in the office that sounds like an hr nightmare this, this actress was so <laughs> ready for this to be her big break yeah she was constantly like at a 11 the entire time. she was she was also giving it her all oh my gosh she was, like listen if i had a chance to get with chris pine i'm not saying i wouldn't be just as desperate but like watching it was like painful she was like she's basically like we could have sex right now bro <laughs> <laughs> and i'm like listen shoot your shot but like it's pain it's, it's like i have secondhand embarrassment all right closing scores i am remaining unchanged so I'm going four for nostalgia, ten for sit through ability, um, eight for appropriate for children, and or yeah, seven for hold up and nine for follow. So Gray, would you say that this is a movie you would revisit again if you're in the mood for like a good uh, junk food romance rom com, like a fun time? Um, I think it would be a movie I'd be like, oh, I'm having like Meg's friend Carly over. And every time she comes over, we get stoned and watch a shitty movie. This is, like, one that I would recommend. I feel like this could also be a fun, like, drinking game movie. Oh, yeah. Every time, like, soup, the magic is real, take a drink. <laughs> every time they say the word luck, take a drink. Every time someone kisses. Oh, fuck. <laughs> um, every time you have to bear to look at McFly's horrible hair. Oh, my God. Their hair is really bad, bad. in Harry, this movie. Harry's Gross and you were probably all about it. I mean, I yeah, I liked Danny. Danny, voice of an angel, had the worst flat ironed hair in this movie. It made him look horrible. I, mean, I think Harry wins for worst hair. Yeah, he had that mullet. I think Tom. Tom. I mean, I all of their of the, all their of names. their hair was bad. The all of their hair was horrible. I came to them a little bit later than that. I came to them in two thousand eight. After Danny had like put down the straightener and was like, I have curly hair, I'm gonna embrace it. I'm sure that spoke to you very well. <laughs> Which looked okay, marginally which better. One's Danny. Danny is. Is Danny the not giant chin singer? Yes. Yes. He's the brunette okay. singer. Aw, Tom and his giant chin. <laughs> they all had glow ups though. They, did. they were babies. Yeah, they were like children when they started the band. Anywho, um,. I just bumped up my sit-through ability score to seven, but everything else I think I'm going to keep. So I have nostalgia eight, sit-through seven, appropriate eight, hold up six, can we follow seven? I have a question for you, Holly. Why yeah. is nostalgia not higher for you? 
I think it's just because I really didn't watch it that much. And like uh, aside from when we watched it last year, I hadn't seen I'd only seen it I think like once or twice before. And also to be honest, I think I've seen all the McFly parts a lot more than the rest of the movie just because when I was getting into the band, I like watched clips of them on YouTube all the time. So I bet you I've seen like the McFly bits more, but like the actual movie as a whole, a little bit fuzzier to me. I just realized that you've just always been a boy band person. I have. This has been who I am since Backstreet Boys, baby. Backstreet Boys and McFly and One Direction. Briefly. Yeah. Yeah, you just, you know who you are. Do we want to give bonus points? I'm giving a McFly bonus point. I gotta. I love that. Naturally. <laughs> what about you, Gray? I want to give a bonus point for Chris Pine's horrible glasses <laughs> that we luckily don't get to see, we don't have to see after like 30 minutes into the movie. They tried to uggify him, and it's like, you can't. And it didn't He's work. He's just way too hot. <laughs> stupid idiots. Like, this was like them trying to uggify um, Jennifer Aniston and just go with it. Like, it's Jennifer Aniston, dumbasses. Yeah, I don't remember them doing it. Yeah, I, but I don't remember <laughs> that. They her hair slightly messy and put her in a scarf. I'm like, oh, yeah, she's hideous. Okay. <laughs> Maybe next September we'll watch that one. So your final score comes out to 76. Honestly, not that bad. Respectable. You needed about 20 more points to overtake Gray, but now I think you only have like a 20-point gap. Listen, I wasn't going to get the right? points unless I got Parent Trap. And so. Yes. <laughs> and I'm convinced you cheated. I did get Parent Trap, and then you spun the wheel again. I swear to God. No, I don't watch you that. You can listen Trust to me, the episode. I would... I would not be, I would be much more upset to watch this movie <laughs> if watch any if if I had to defend this movie after you had you got Parent Trap no way like don't worry all right well that's actually wait I don't think that helps the case trust me you got I just promise my luck. you it's we it we did promise. not happen <laughs> right, um <laughs> let's get some movie facts in here okay time for me to talk again um. So yeah, released May 12, 2006. Budget 28 million, box office 38 million. I think this was our least profitable movie so far. Yeah, this was a flop. More Sorry, what was the what was the budget again? 28 million. Okay. It seemed like they spent the, a lot of money on this movie though. Like that party was crazy. They was yeah. Anyway, they filmed yeah, the they Grand really Central. Did, thought, like, you're telling me this was they big. really thought it was going to be yeah. big. Um, so, I'll, I'll do some of the uh, the uh, the trivia for the movie. So yeah, we talked about the the cocaine overdose for the first time. Um, yeah, the film was meant to be a starring vehicle for Lindsay Lohan to transition from family fair to adult roles. Its resounding commercial failure and well-publicized production woes centered around Lohan's unprofessional behind-the-scenes behavior marked the beginning of her career downfall. Speaking to a newspaper about working with Lohan, a seasoned crew member said, I've never seen anything like this. She is making our lives a living hell. It's just not professional. Yikes. Um, Chris Pine also noted in his... In one, uh, you know, an interview with him about working with Lindsay Lohan, he said, sorry, I had to pull it back up. I thought I, I had pulled it in, but I didn't. So I'm just going. So he said, um, he described working with Lindsay Lohan in this film, quote, it was a real cyclone of insanity, like being around the Beatles. It was fascinating to watch. And in hindsight, it's really a distinct moment in someone's life when you see what's really wonderful about what we get to do and what's really dangerous about it. So very diplomatic, yeah. Chris Pine. Class He act. didn't throw her under the bus. He really did try to keep things, you know, down the middle. So I do give a lot of credit to him for not, you know, shitting on Lindsay Lohan when she was obviously going through a rough patch. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the third Lindsay Lohan movie that involves swapping, which we <laughs> talked about. 
Um, the film received mostly negative reviews from critics, with Rotten Tomatoes giving it a 14% rating based on 111 reviews, with the critics' consensus, quote, Just My Luck asks little of its leads and less of its audience, oh adding up to a middling teen rom-com that sorely lacks sparks. Yikes. Audience polled by CinemaScore gave the film an average gray of B, which is, Kinda I mean, for getting a 14%. <laughs> yeah is not bad and lohan earned a razzie nomination as worst actress for her performance in the film wow, i didn't think it was that bad i mean but i mean i don't know i really felt like this movie was so much slapstick and montage and no character development oh absolutely like, none build the romance they barely the romance. they barely yeah. built that romance really up. Barely. yeah yeah so to give you some idea of what 2006 hey, I, I was have, like i actually have one more trivia about oh, go for Lindsay it. Go Lohan for it. and McFly. Um, Harry has said that he and Lindsay Lohan hooked up during the filming of this movie. He's the drummer. But I think like it's been like nobody believes him or it's been disputed. And Danny, I think, even <laughs> has a quote. <laughs> Hang on. Um, Danny said, Dan, it says, Jones was unsure, saying he had a dream about it but thought it was actually happening. <laughs> So it's like fuzzy on whether it happened. They, he kind of wrote about it in, in their well, book. Well, they say that like when they were hanging out with her, she had a list of everyone in Hollywood she had ever hooked up with. Well, no, that's like a different thing. Right. They didn't say that in their book. I, well, how do I know about it? Because her list leaked and it came out. It was part of a rehab thing. I thought it was a part of their book because like, I think Harry was like, I'm on the list. No, I think later when the list leaked, they... I, he's not on the list, but he was like, I should be on the list or something. I they just made out. Anyway. Just yeah, out. I think they just made out. Anyway, they wrote a song about her called Please, Please. And in the lyrics, they literally say, please, please, Lindsay, please. And it's basically about how they all want to have sex with her. Not the most progressive song, looking um, back. But I just goodness. felt like I needed to <laughs> mention that as well. <laughs> all right. So 2006 pop culture. Um Facebook became open to anyone over the age of 13. So it was the the beginning of the final chapter of our society. Um, Twitter was launched. Twitter was launched. The top song was Irreplaceable by Beyonce. Mm. Um, The top movies to watch included Dreamgirls, Mission Impossible 3, The Da Vinci Code, and Happy Feet. Um, (laughs) What a time. This tragically was... This tragically was the year that Steve Irwin died. Oh. Um, rest in peace. And earning just four hundred, just it says four hundred and sixty-two million at the box office. The two thousand six movie Cars earned ten billion in merchandise sales over the next five years. Jesus Christ! Jesus fucking Christ! Wow. Um, and the uh heinz colored ketchup called easy squirt which included green purple and mystery which was either pink orange or teal and as well as the blue color was discontinued in 2006 that was a staple in our household for a while and i don't yeah, know we, why we did have we did have i think it was just because it was whimsical i feel like the you know? green we was were... the weirdest one right you know it always tastes it always tastes <laughs> Yeah, because they probably added extra sugar into it because they knew it was for kids. I mean, I just I think the food coloring, the, the fucking devil magic. It like had a thicker blue. consistency than normal ketchup. I saw this tweet that was like, Gen Z is terrifying because they're the first generation to grow up without leaded gasoline in the air. And I'm like, I think like we were born after leaded gasoline was removed from cars, but we got pump full of easy squeeze and like <laughs> Shrek ketchup baby bottle pop um, Sprite easy remix squirt actually well the, hey that's gonna be f- that we're gonna be chock full of that when we do our family lube at the wedding this weekend <laughs> oh, so God. don't worry the audience doesn't know about yeah they don't know lube. about that I'm cutting that out <laughs> no don't yeah, cut it out yeah. leave it in let them wonder let them wonder <laughs> oh boy let me see that family bag um oh, no. All right. Well, has the time come to spin the wheel? I mean, the wheel of fortune. <laughs> Who will have good and <sighs> have bad luck? Hang on. I got to update it. <sighs> Can you see my screen? Yeah. Okay. 
All right, Gray. Let's. We have Parent Trap, Get a Clue, Freaky Friday, Confessions of a Teenage Drama Queen. Please, for the love of God. For the love of God. Okay. Be what I want it to be. Okay, I'm spinning it. I'm spinning it. Okay, okay, we got Freaky Friday. We got Freaky Friday. Freaky Friday, I'll take it. Not bad. I will take it. Not bad. That That is easily number two. I mean, it's a distant two to the number one, but it is head and heels above three. So... I don't even know between Get a Clue and Confessions which one would be three because I've never seen either of them, but I know they're bad. I have a feeling. So, well, I think it's good that you also got one that you have seen before, which was not the case <laughs> for Spooky Sibs Month. Right, you're very excited for a movie that has like very problematic depictions of Asian people. So, you know, look forward to that. Don't ruin my high. Don't ruin my high. I still think... I, I still think my, my proposition from the beginning of this month should have gone through that Parent Trap had to have been a guarantee for one of us, but whatever. We can just put it on the master list. Like, we can draft it yeah. next time. All right. I mean. All right. Well, that does it for this week, I guess. Yeah. Tune in next week for me defending Freaky Friday. Um, you can follow us on social media at Latchkey Sibs on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. You can email us at uh, latchkeysibs at gmail.com. And yeah, join us next week. We're going to be talking about Freaky Friday. And I'm pretty sure Meg is going to be helping you defend. Correct? I'm assuming. Probably. If you want her to. Probably. Okay. Yeah. I do want her to. We just have to work out logistics. Okay. But I think she's going to help me defend it. Sweet. All right. All righty. Bye. Bye, 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 bye.